Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Likes bed by yourself. That was my worst fear as a child. <laughs> Unsalted bacon. Feeling all right. You seem groggier than usual. Still dark out. Why are you guys up? <laughs> Fine. Good. Holy crap. Did the room just get hotter? Bacon is the unifier. I also agree. Elster, uh, Elster, of course. Oh, too hot. Oh, yuck. A bug. Don't worry. All done now. Let's take a step back here. Just because people die doesn't mean that we should change who we are or what we do. <laughs> Oh, Maurice. As someone who's just recently <laughs> died. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 73, Son of the Morning. MVP this week is Queen from our Discord, who just started Dice Shame the other night and is live blogging their reactions as they chew through our backlog. Thanks so much for checking us out, Queen. You're this week's MVP. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah! Woo! What's invisible that you wish people could see? Germs. Farts. (laughs) Farts. You know what's funny? You say farts. Well, the wind was where I was going too. But farts was exactly what came to mind when I read the question. I was like, man, could you imagine seeing farts? Like, first off, convention floors would be oh, disgusting. Clubs, convention floors, horrible. Oh, no. But how funny would it fucking be just to like be in an office and you're just walking by, hey, Janice, good morning. And then <laughs> you see this like cloud of blue. You'd be like, Edward. Oh, God. Well, but I think that's. There's so much of that oh, you. with the like people carrying CO monitors now to like be yeah. like, oh, there's no ventilation in this room, period. You can see how much of everybody's <laughs> breath is left over. And, you know, you can go to a good ventilated space and be like, what wow. What color would a fart be? Green. 
No. And like a dark toxic green. Like a dark toxic <laughs> yeah. green. That's too on the yeah. nose. I want to say I want to say it's like that infrared color like it changes. Give me the hex code. No, no, it's got to be like brown, like a brown cloud, like a shit cloud. No! Like an actual shit cloud. <laughs> like a shit cloud. Oh, but actually but actually I I have seen farts in really cold weather. <laughs> okay, I wish invisible friends were visible. Aww. Right? You mm. see like little kids walking to school and shit. That's dangerous though. You know, creepy little clowns walking beside them and stuff. Oh God. Did you just say you want to see your invisible friends? Yeah. Because we all have invisible friends, Harlan. Like, what if you're... <laughs> no, invis- not my. I said kids. What if your invisible friend ran out in front of a car? Do you guys have invisible friends? No. When you're a kid. I'm learning about you. But have you never you had did you not have invisible friends when you were a kid oh when you're a kid yeah but they're not real <laughs> do you guys have invisible what, friends what's invisible but we wish people could see it. no they're imaginary not invisible yeah, yeah but whatever who cares it's a question yeah. i just made it up alex not a real thing you could imagine a terrible monster that would frighten somebody but that's seeing you. something that's seeing your imagination is not seeing something that's invisible. Yeah, yeah, we're getting stuck in the weeds. Let's just let's just plow through. I say invisible yeah, friends. I like to be very rules based, you know. Do you though? Yeah, I can tell <laughs> by the way yeah, you, you fucking play D and D. Yeah. <laughs> Damage dice twice. You what? said germs, Alex? That would be fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it would be kind of weird. It would also be kind of not weird. I mean, I'd be like, uh, you get, you'd have to get used to it pretty fast seeing germs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think would... it would drive a lot of people. Germs would suck. I would not like. But that. then you cleaning would be really easy. I just pull up the lights. I'll be like, oh, this is clean or this is dirty. Like, and clean it. Everything you know? is dirty. You know, under black lights, sometimes your skin all looks fucked up. You'd never like kiss anyone else ever again. But you well, get used. Not to if it, it was common right? though. Like if, if if some people would get used to it. Some people yeah. really would not. Yeah, but you know what? There's a there's a version of this dimension where hair doesn't exist and some people are asking could you imagine if you could see the hair on everyone's body oh it would be so unattractive you know what i mean like you just get used to it if it was the norm it wouldn't matter no one would smile with their teeth showing (laughs) that's true because they'd just be like wow look at all those germs in there my brain got stuck trying to remember what my mom told me the name of my imaginary friend was when i was a kid because i apparently did have one and did name it but i can't remember the name of it it was like like Giga or something. I don't know what it was. Harlan's was me more. But <laughs> uh, my first thought was wind, but I would love to just see more of the electromagnetic spectrum. I'd love to know what ultraviolet yeah, that'd be cool as shit. rays and X-rays and radar and cool. infrared light looks like. You know, yeah. I think that'd be sweet. What would be awesome to see would be music. Yeah. Whoa. Wouldn't that be fucking Sound? cool? That would be fucking cool. Yeah. I like that shit. What does ska look like? <laughs> it looks, Terrible. It looks exactly how people <laughs> dance. <to> Checkerboard. <laughs> you can use like UV photography to see all kinds of like hidden stuff. And yeah. if you use yeah. certain types of UV photography on things like plants, it's really cool. And mm-hmm. you see all kinds of like weird hidden patterns and stuff. And I want to see that. I want to see how weird and magical all this like living stuff looks when you can actually see all of the weird like fluorescence that our eyes can't see yeah that is cool absolutely would you also be able to see like is someone's aura is that like something you could see sure if you believe in that it's invisible it's as real as your invisible friend you know like if you know somebody's like really horny (laughs) like they're like pink all around 
horny aura? Oh man, that fucking person's in heat right Ew. now. Or if they're like Ew. in a really bad mood and it's like <laughs> black and red. I love the idea of the horny aura. Or if they're in like a really great mood, they're all covered in yellow all around them. Wait, mm. why are you great mood yellow? Uh, good morning. I just got laid and I'm not horny anymore. That guy's a piss cloud. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was oh. pink this morning and now I'm yellow. maybe instead of saying farts i would say um odors Mm. just in general oh that'd be so sad now the convention floor is fucked (laughs) but what does fresh bread look like right but i was gonna say what's the bakery look like what does your cologne look like fresh fresh bread's like you ever seen like a sparkly beige it's like that yeah 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 speaking of bakers (laughs) wait we should we go play some let's play D&D. <laughs> Most trustworthy. Let's get Whoa. Speaking of bakers, let's get baked. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that too. Oh, you know what I would love to see? And I've thought about this a lot, kind of a, just as a passing thought. I would love to be able to see where other people's sight lines go. Mm. Whoa. Ooh. That's a deep one. Like a laser and pointer. Yeah. Good yeah, answer. Yeah. So like there'd be a laser pointer. The like, amount of lasers around your breasts are going to be just overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Just Joe's. Like walking, no. Especially in this house. <laughs> be so frustrating to be like in a lecture hall and have everyone That's what I mean. Like you just looking. be a big red dot on your chest. No. No. I mean like you, everyone could looking you at a PowerPoint presentation oh, together. No. Oh, not no. my, my <laughs> boobs again. <laughs> Could you imagine though you're out, you're on stage and you walk out and you're really blinded by all these little like red dots suddenly in your mm-hmm. eyes. You're like, hey guys, how's it? Ah. People would have to wear like glasses that would impede their vision so that like. So you're reverse cyclops. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I get everybody to put on their, their glasses, please? Let's stop the red dots already. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't need to see where everybody's watching today. Going to like a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> She's blinded. You know, it, if that was just universal, I, it would really change like the whole society's relationship with eye contact Everything and where you're looking. Much. Like if that was just a fact of the world. Everything would change. A lot of these things, everything would change. Think about if you could see farts or odors. Everything would change. Would they though? Or would it just become... <laughs> I mean, if you could see farts, everything would change. Everything, everybody yeah. would have like uh, a fart catchers in their underpants. You know? But seriously, you'd have you'd have like a or they like would a, just not fart like a filter, <laughs> like a filter in your built in every underpants. You can buy those. Nineteen ninety nine, buy your very own fart catcher. The N ninety five underpants. <laughs> Tired of those people looking at your smelly rays coming Aww. out of your briefs? Buy the new patented fart catcher. Tired of all the lasers on your breasts? <laughs> buy this, the anti-breast laser looker. Just a mirrored <laughs> shirt to blind people. Yeah. How's your morning going? Oh, it's okay. I had a I had Indian last night, so today I'm wearing the you know I'm wearing the charter. Wearing my <laughs> fart catcher. That's great. All right, guys. <sighs> Speaking of enjoying our own imagination, flatulence. <laughs> let's play some D and D. Let's do it. All right. Woo. Let's do it. <laughs> As life in the Underdark is not well marked by the turning of the planet and the rising and setting of the sun, 
The smell of frying meat coming from the kitchens of the Brighthelm Manor is what awakens you, Red, from a restful night's sleep. You've all gained the benefits of a long rest within a safe haven. Hey! Oh! Excellent. So rested! What? Oh, hello! Hello! Red sits up bolt right and snaps his neck towards Jack and Alistair, who seemingly for the moment haven't been woken by the sizzling meat down the hall, which for a moment Red sort of, you know, squints, unlike Jack, but also similarly to how he was the previous morning where he also was groggy. Normally Jack's the first one up, and Red takes the opportunity to peel the pieces of paper off of his face. Last night on the floor, he was trying to translate this letter, and he moved it to the bed as he was getting sleepier, and now all of these ripped pieces of paper are all just sort of like laid out in a very trying-to-solve-a-puzzle way. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, sort of before they stir, he hops up, snatches the letter that he was translating, stuffs it into his, his uh, pocket, and throws the sheet over his half of the bed. Uh, trying to cover up his mess, uh, just as like Elster starts to stir. I like to imagine that like Jack's got like one little piece of like letter on his face, and Red's like delicately <laughs> trying to like extract yeah, it. Like, it's like, like a operation. Bomb or <laughs> it's like, something. Just, just words are magnetically attracted to me. You know the, those come pages. On, are, come on, come yes. <laughs> on. Yeah, and then Elster spins around, and Red's just like, oh. <laughs> "Hey, oh, oh, I'm just waking up too. Oh, I like to do my morning stretches, standing up on." Top of my bed. Ah. How did you sleep uh, with Jack? <laughs> Fine, I guess. Yeah? yeah. Oh, you seem grumpier this morning than you were last night. <sighs> <sighs> to take a, a phrase from Jack's uh, mouth, it's been a long day. Hey, that's true, but it's a new day, a new dawn, I guess. And Red sort of looks towards where a window would be in the wall. But there's no window in the wall because we're underground. He's just like, yeah, tough to tell. It's still dark out. Why are you guys up? Oh, can't you smell it? It's some sort of bacon. I think it's morning. Yeah, come on, bud. Red walks around to your side of the bed. Better not be bland bacon. You, you, uh, <laughs> unsalted bacon. Morning. <laughs> it's not bacon anymore. Morning. Yeah, let's uh, let's get dressed and go figure out what breakfast is in, right? Uh, feeling all right? You seem groggier than usual. Um, yeah, no sun down here, and my brain still feels pretty scrambled, so it's, you know, it's it's a, a new day, and there's always an, a chance to make it a good one. So we, we haven't fucked it up yet, and we're just getting started. <laughs> there's still time. Oh, for sure. Alistair makes his way over to the wash basin, and there's, like, a polished silver mirror hanging above it, and he splashes some water onto his face, and then just, like touches the skin on his face and is feeling the bone structure underneath just kind of quietly experimenting with this new skin uh, and red walks over and sort of like stands next to him and like him being a, like a foot or two taller than this dude sort of touches his own face and red's like you know feeling his cheeks and red's feeling his own forehead and he's kind of like man i tell you i i wish i I got a second chance at it, like like you did, you know. And Red feels his like severed ears, and like there's like this like hard cake scar under his eye from times when Red's been really messed up. And he sort of looks down. And he says, "Ah, I totally get why you feel like a, a foreigner in this new skin, but 
But man, sometimes, uh, you know, I wish we all had a, a chance to, to change it up a little bit, you know? It, it's, it's like Jack was just saying, you know? Nothing is more new than a, a new face, and uh, you, you kind of get to, you kind of get to write a new story with it, you know. Well, I'm definitely a lot younger in this body than I was as a gnome, so I've got that going for me, which is nice. It's also you're an intimidating presence. Look at these broad shoulders. Before you were little nothing, we would have walked right by you, but now. Whoa! He strikes an experimental pose in the mirror like an Adonis. <laughs> yeah. And Red like oversells it. Whoa! Holy crap! Did the room just get hotter? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm muscular now, so uh, I could probably at least like lift a big rock or something. Make a bigger robot? That's what you're talking about? You know, you're... Oh, God. <laughs> Plus, speaking as someone, you know, who who is a... Uh, a race that's not as typically common, especially in places like uh, uh, Long Strider, wherever you're from. Uh, you know, there's a great sense of individuality when you when you look a little different, like you and I do. It's not a bad point, Red. Thank you. What what would you want to be if you weren't a Tabaxi? Oh, uh. And again, Red sort of like touches his missing ears, and he's like, "I think I just want to be whole again." What happened there? Oh, uh, tough to, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's not about me. Sorry, I'm sure that's... No, <laughs> me? I don't care about that. Water off my back, they say. All that. Let's go downstairs. And Red goes to the door. I smell bacon. Let's, uh, Jack's pulling on his jacket, trying to get out the, <laughs> the door and escape the awkward moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mari Bacon! Mari Bacon. Yeah. (laughs) She's sitting there. She's sitting at like, there's like a little like vanity or table or something in there. And she's sitting, she's been awake for a little bit and she's rumpled looking in this way that you only look when you have like at least a little bit of a hangover. And she hasn't had one for ages. It's been a long time since she's had that much wine, but she's a... Her hair, where Norman's pretty, like, smooth, there's, like, random sections of it that are dry, like, in the way that, like, your mouth is dry when you wake up after you've been drinking too much. And she's trying to sort of push it down, but sitting in front of her on the little table are just little pieces of what look to be metal, but they are some sort of, like, meteorite rock, and she's broken into three pieces, and she's been filing them down. And she just sort of swipes it back into her bag. And uh, startled by the sound of Jack yelling about bacon through the door, which feels weird. Should be Red doing that, but... He was busy being sincere. It's Yes. <laughs> We've switched. Don't worry. All done now. <laughs> and Red's like standing outside your door, leaning on the wall like, yeah. come on, Mari. Uh, hey, where's the little mushroom buddy? He's like looking around. Come on. Where? He was right with you when you went to bed, and he is nowhere to be seen. He was staying up a little bit with me. I was telling him about the, uh, telling about something I was dealing with. Yeah, what were you working on there? Bacon, bacon. Uh, Yeah, let's get let's get bacon. You're right. Bacon is the unifier. Doran, are you awake right now? Are you in your room? Are you in the kitchens? Where is Doran? Doran woke up from his beauty rest in his Mm -hmm. own bedroom in a super comfy bed and did one of those really long stretches looking out his window to see the darkness he feels 
perfectly at home. He jumps out of bed and finishes the letter that he started last night, written to his mother. Hmm. Can't quite find all the words, but he's nearly got it. Dear Mom, I meant to write you sooner, but I've just been busy. (laughs) It's been 28 years. (laughs) (laughs) You know how procrastinating I can be. He tucks it into his jacket and exits his room (laughs) to see Jack and Red and Mari talking really loudly about bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mari sort of stumbled out of the room. She's like, trying to, she's trying to like look normal, but she's just, <laughs> again, like her hair is ever so off. She looks drier than she should be. <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, yes, please. absolutely. So much. Oh, good morning. How did, how did you guys all sleep? Oh, uh, uh, fine, good. Snoringly. Good. Jack? Jack's a snuggler. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we got on fine. I must say, I felt really comfortable in these dwarven beds. They just, there's something about just, I just feel home and safe. And I, I know we're leaving, but you know what? It was, it was certainly You a, know, we uh, can each have our own bed anytime we stop at an inn. Like, we don't have to all get one and share. Oh! Yeah, I, I also agree. <laughs> Jack, I I hear you. I miss you too. And you know what? If, I'll be if, sure to make sure that the next time we stay if, together. If this was better, I guess is all I'm trying to say. I'm oh not- no, no! I I certainly miss you guys. I don't get me wrong. I just I I wish that all the beds were as comfortable as the the bed I slept in last night. I see. Mine just felt like a big stone. Yo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, but they all they all just seem like the big. Slabs of stone, Doran. And Doran kind of looks back half-heartedly towards the bedroom where he just cloudstone exited, and it's like uh, this cloudstone, you know, thick, thick, thick down bedding. <laughs> oh, I just figured they were all dwarven beds are made of stone. No, no, Doran got the only real bed. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but, but realistically, I imagine dwarven beds are like a special no. type of like no, but like. Picture this for a dwarven bed, okay? It's not it's not soft fabric, but what it is is like every bed is carved into the shape of a like that specific dwarf. Your butt fits this groove. Yeah, but like it's almost like you you sit into it and you slot into it, and that's the way dwarven beds work. It's just like a totally different style of bed than the rest of the world. It's like how a massage chair has like a hole for your yeah, face. but the ba- <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's how I'm imagining dwarven beds. Sure. They're made out of like marble. Thank God, Marlo's a firm mattress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we make do. Uh, it's better than on the ground by a scotch. So. A dwarf a with a dark scotch? hair and beard wearing a chain shirt, the same as the other men at arms, and a, a sheathed axe on his back, comes into the hallway and nods at the five of you standing there. Good morning. 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 Hi. Trust your sleep was restful. How's everything um, amongst uh, Scarborough? Uh, all is well. Uh, would you care for some breakfast? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, follow me. And he leads the five of you into a dining hall. The table's set. It seems like a couple people have already eaten and gone. There are some dirty dishes at certain places, but the, the table's heaped with dwarven breakfast foodstuffs. I take a minute to look in any dark corners or under any tablecloths, anywhere that like a fungus might find comfortable before Aww. settling down, just to see if I can find our little friend. 
Yeah, and you find some really gnarly dust bunnies that are woven out of beard hairs and all kinds of dwarves. I really thought you were going to say like they were intentionally made dust bunnies placed in places, but no, <laughs> no. that's way grosser. Just just drifts of dwarven body hair yeah. that are just that's, kind of that's underneath a vibe. things. Spiders live in those. Mm-hmm. I feel like Doran in his home feeling much more comfortable. Maybe he leads the way and you guys kind of watch as Doran enters the room and and without really any hesitation grabs a plate, fills it up with food from the buffet style and and pushing the dirty dishes to the side, uh finds himself a seat and uh, and kind of gestures to the to the three of you and he says, "Oh, we're Where's uh where's uh where's Alistair by the way? <laughs> Did that little guy get uh taken away in the middle of the night? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're we're in a safe place here. Hey Dorian. Alistair's right behind me. Oh, he's right he there. Was, uh cuddling Jack this morning. I Hi Doran. You recognize him, don't you, Doran? Remember? He doesn't look like a stone gnome anymore. Uh, Alistair, Alistair, of course. He sort of says out of the side of his mouth to Jack. Oh. I'll be honest, Jack, I forgot about that. I had, a, I had some pretty wild dreams last night. <laughs> Holy shit, Doran. You're, you're a changed man here. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> likes bed by yourself. Are we uh, going to be joined by the Chancellor this morning? Perchance, Red says as he loads up his own plate and sits across from Doran. Chancellor Brightum went off to Scarborough this morning. He sends his regrets that he's not able to join you for breakfast but said that he would be back this afternoon. Mm. He mentioned that you were heading off to pay your respects to some of your ancestors this morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do you have any need of an accompanying guard? No. Oh, oh. we can handle anything thrown at us. I don't think Tunnels so. Tunnels aren't exactly a welcoming place as of late. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. <laughs> tell me Tell me about it. Has it, has it changed when Doran was living here? Were the tunnels a welcoming place? You wouldn't necessarily let your kids go out Especially by because two of your brothers disappeared. <laughs> Say wander around in, in yeah, Deadstone right. Cleft and never come back. That might... From this comment, is it fair to discern that it's more dangerous now than it was? Yeah. Oh, dangerous in the tunnels, eh? That's, uh, that's a little interesting. Oh, well, yeah. well, what the hell's happened here? Would you lose some guards or... Why I mean, I noticed on the way in, there's not patrols in the tunnels. Well, you said yourselves, the, the dragon cultists, of course, creatures from the surface descend to our level for nefarious purposes. Right, right. Or mm-hmm. to escape the sun, so daytime on the surface is often more dangerous in the upper underdark for that reason. And then, of course, we've been seeing creatures from the deep tunneling up through to the upper levels. To search for easier prey or... Well, we're not really sure yet. Hmm. Doran, without meaning much insult... I mean, there's going to be a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He can't help it. He says... um, Meta, don't be insulted, but... (laughs) (laughs) Hope you don't... Yeah, Don't be pissed off, but... (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, He says something like... It seems that you've eased up on uh, the patrol of the tunnels. I mean, I remember as a youth, you couldn't go two meters without uh, running into uh, an angry guard in the tunnels. In fact, as a kid, I remember getting smacked around by guards in the tunnels. Well, you know, I was that was my worst fear as a child. <laughs> 
we are um, Chancellor Breithelm's private retinue, uh, his his men at arms. So it's our responsibility to protect the manor and also to see that the merchant shipments coming to and fro are protected. Yeah, you're not the regular city guard that Doran's talking about. That's right. Now maybe that's a change in leadership in the city when we get in, Doran, we can ask. So has all the city guard gone soft? I mean, what the hell are we talking about here? <laughs> We're talking about invaders coming into our, our tunnels and, and you know. The got- dwarf toys with his fork a little bit uh, doesn't quite meet your eyes when he's spearing a piece of sausage and he's like, well, I got involved in private work for a reason because it's a little more exciting if you catch my drift. No, I'm catching it. Well, I don't think we need any help. Uh, uh, Doran knows these tunnels pretty well, and hey, to be too uh, cocky, but we are pretty seasoned adventurers. Of course. Based on your gear alone. Mari's picking at her eggs like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mari's like, oh, too hot. The scone is too hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like, she's like, ew, yuck, Ow, a bug. I got a sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate the offer. Uh, I'm excited to see your, your, you know, some of the dwarven graves. We, we saw some a little while back in the far north, if I remember correctly. And Red looks towards Jack. Yeah, the the tomb of Thoral Flametongue. Um, I was actually thinking about that time that uh, we were in the airship, and uh, remember, Crayloth was doing that weird ritual, and and he dropped some stuff, and we ended up coming across some yeah mm, fun times. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, just just based on my uh, experience coming into the city, having been rejected because of the rock plague, and he does air quotes. <laughs> why, why, why the air quotes? What? <laughs> it seems to me that, yeah, the city guard has gone soft. I mean, we passed a bunch of dragon cultists on the way in. What the hell is with that? <laughs> he shakes his head in disgust. Right. How do you know the city guard's gone soft just because some dragon cultists were a few miles out of town, Doran? Red, I'm glad you I'm glad you asked, because like I like I was hinting at earlier, when I was a child, there would be guards patrolling all the way up to the back entrance, to the front entrance. You'd see at least two, three guards every couple meters as you walk down the tunnels. They would make sure that you wouldn't have thieves messing about or or cultists, or or any other type of riffraff that you don't want in a in a nice, comfortable city, you know. Scarborough used to be a place of repute. If if we don't come back, I've got something I I'd like to give to Gotir, and if you wouldn't mind, I'd I, I'd like to give it to somebody just in case we don't return to uh, this manor. Mari again looks up, just like, what? Why would we huh? not return, Doran? <laughs> what happened last night to your sleep that yeah. made you so weird? Where the hell are we going? Well, I mean, and he kind of looks at the rest of his party. And, are, we, are we planning to come right back after we go? And, or yeah, are we just, just continuing? We're just visiting a gravestone and saying yeah. your, your respect. I'm, Wait, I'm assuming you, we'll have lunch here. Are, I mean, you, are, you planning, are you planning to put us in the graveyard? I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, the rock plague isn't going to last forever. Maybe we can wait it out. Maybe it's only a few days. 
Hopefully we can get into Scarborough. I'd love to see the Scarborough town center. Yeah. And I frankly, I, I want to see this uh, city guard that has such an ill reputation for just existing right now. Yeah. I'm just sad that the, the light rock transit isn't running anymore. I've heard so much about it. <laughs> 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 You get a, a fucking Alex. What I worked in Scarborough Town Center. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, both of you. Inspiration. So Doran kind of looks. He 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 almost turns not in a rude way, but he's done talking to this other guard. He turns back to the other three. I feel like Red puts a hand on, on Doran's shoulder, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Like, I appreciate the conversation we had last night with Gotir, but." You know, I, I, I think I had a revelation last night in bed. I had some pretty wacky dreams, and it, and it, it occurred to me that, you know, my mom's never written to me a letter. She's never reached out to me. I mean, hell, so what have I been on the road? We all know there are pigeons that can find people. She could have written me any time. And, and, it, and it's, I hate to say it, I think, I think this whole rock plague is an excuse for my mother to not see me. It's an elaborate, pl- it's an elaborate. Put it, put it this way. I, I have nothing here. I, I came back to see my mother. Wow. I have a feeling she doesn't want to see me. I accept it. If we want to get moving, I mean... Okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. T- t- uh, man at arms, sorry, what was your name? Robert. Sheldon. <laughs> Robert. Vic. Vic. Vic, do you mind just giving us the room for a second? The four of us just want to share a word uh, with our friend. Yeah. All right. He stands up and puts a, a bun on his plate and then puts <laughs> another bun on his plate and... Don't combo low or whatever. Hey, Doran, what's what's all this then? Did you wake up on the right side of the bed or something? No. Uh, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> I read. Well, listen, we've got a lot on our plates. And he points down to his plate. Not these plates, I mean. I mean, we've got a lot on our general plate. We we came off track. We we just left that stone cliff. I mean, let's take a step back here. Look at what we've accomplished so far. I mean, Mari, you only joined us what? A couple of weeks ago? Look how far we've come. Even just since we've lost Kraloth and, and brought you on. I mean, we hell, we took out a whole giant clan. I'd like to imagine that the look that Mari gives after like hauling out here, getting <laughs> doing the fight with the dragon cults and everything, is like she's trying to not make it withering, but it's pretty withering as she's like just continually buttering a piece of bread. Just like, yes, I have been through a lot to get here. And now you're saying you're ready to leave, but she looks over and just like smiles with like nothing reaching above the nose and just is like, okay. Mari's angry. (laughs) Look, maybe I've just had a moment of clarity. We came here because, you know, you guys felt like I should have something to say to my mother. You know, reconnect with her. But in my conversations with Gautier last night, it's become clear that my mother really has no interest in forgiving me. Doran, didn't you say your mother was dying? Yes. I imagine we're all dying. One day at a time. Just because people die doesn't mean that we should change who we are or what we do. Oh, Maurice. As someone who's just recently died. <laughs> um, change. Yeah, Mari at this point slams a butter knife down on the table. And she looks over at Doran and she's like, we have walked out here. 
entirely so you could go and visit your mother, who is in fact dying. And guess what? If she does, I am not walking between that veil again. So, we're either going to go try to figure out what's going on, or I swear to God, I will put this knife somewhere where it doesn't belong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's all just take a big step back. We've had a really tumultuous 24, 48, 72 hour week. Jordan, what the hell did Gautier say to you? What's going on? Look, this look, is look, a... look, I don't know if this Gautier is all he's cracked up to be. Look, no. why don't we all leave this breakfast table? And Red stands up and sort of steps back. And he says, why don't we take that nice walk to your family gravesite and we can talk on the way? Red sort of sure. kind of makes a gesture, you know, around him. He sort of waves at the walls, you know, and it's kind of like somewhere where the four of us can speak privately and then we can really air our grievances, okay? Five of us. Okay. Doran jabs a fork into far big of a bite of sausage and shoves it in his mouth. He says, You know what, Red? That's not a bad idea. In fact, I think what we should do is... All right, well, walk and talk. Exactly that. Yeah. I'm going to lead the way and I think we should go absolutely and I'd like to see the cemetery at least pay respects to my father and my brothers. Because I had brothers, you know. We are aware. <laughs> Jack's just going to meet eyes with Mari and give her like a what the fuck is going on kind of <sighs> silent mouth. <laughs> she's hung over and she's just like, the, the her eyebrows shoot up into her hair. Just like, what is it? Jack, what's going on? <laughs> and then the two of you, your eyes also look with reds and reds like, yeah, those biscuits were soggy as hell. <laughs> oh my God. He's still got like dough in his, fa- in his, in his face and <laughs> his fur. Mari, you know, sometimes you got to go somewhere and get there before you realize that you didn't really need to go there. And I know I know that's a really crappy excuse, but... Let, 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 let's go. Let's go and talk on the road. Come on. And Red, like, pushes yeah. everyone out the door. I need to go somewhere. Right. Let's go. The guard at the door nods to the five of you as you make your way out into the darkness. <laughs> Thank you to our wonderful patrons Adam Fry, Afflicted Adina, Aizu Yukai, Allison Wrights, Alistair, Anne, Atholagoff, Axel, Barry Jeanette, Casey, Cecil Lee Wilson, Sherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Daniel, Dippity, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley, Harper the Mox, JD, Joy Robinson, Julie Holderman, Jury, K.R., K.M., Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Lida J., Liz, Lorelai Feldman, Manda Pants, Merrick's Moon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Oakland, Quill Bennett, Regan, Wren, Scotty, Shannon Waldner, S-Ray 96, Tegan, Tea Kettle, Tony Pepperoni, Trin, Waffle427, Xander Morning Dove, Zach House, and Zephyrus. Thank you so much! Woo.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.